Hello? Hello? Hello, Cliffy? Cliffy, it's Uncle Cliff Cliff. Cliffy? It's podcast time. And now, the Birthday Boy Podcast. Full stick of butter. Cliffy, it's Grandma Cliff Cliff. Give me a call at your convenience, okay? Cliff, this is your Uncle Cliff Cliff. Here's the host of Birthday Boy Podcast. The one and the only, Johnny Boy. My little baby boy. Baby butter boy. Womack style. Cliffy. I love you. Toggling your balls. Toggling your balls. Where's the rodeo? Uh, toggling his balls. I like your boots. But just below your nipple. Where are you headed? The biggest one yet. Toggle your balls. Toggling your balls. Fifty shades of gray. Slack, Cliffy. The biggest one yet. Cliffy. Oh my god. Hey there, teacher. It's going to be outrageous. What's my assignment? Your grandmother. I like your rubric. Break down L. Winslow. Oh, please. Degrade me. Cliffy baseball. Weep this. My little baby butter boy, little butter boy, clippy boy, baby boy. Sweet this. That's how you get blisters, Clippy. That's how you get blisters. Womack style. That sure tastes delicious. In my mouth. Hey, firewoman. Bibleopoly, Cliff. Where's the fire? Puzzle, your balls. You're a smoker. The oatmeal tasting booth. Toggling your balls. Toggle your balls. Baby Butter Boy. The biggest and the best. You goddamn Butter Boy, son of a bitch. I can't get out of fuck of you, son of a bitch. To the Womack family holiday spectacular. Your grandmother just told me the good news. Or as we like to call it, the pizzle. Hellman's mayonnaise. The raucous red glare, the bombs bursting in air, and a delicious Helios pizza in your oven. Womack style. Oh yeah, it's podcast time. Oh what, what energy, what energy in my voice? Oh my god. Uh, so yeah, welcome. Welcome to the podcast, everybody. Episode twenty-eight. I'm gonna say twenty-eight. I think it's. I think it's episode twenty-eight. Wow, twenty-eight episodes, and uh, still going. Although, I'm gonna make the announcement right now. There's probably not gonna be a. Uh, well, no, there will be a podcast next week. Uh, then the week after that, there's not gonna be anything because it's Thanksgiving week. And two, what's today? Fourteenth. Yeah, two weeks. Two weeks from today is Thanksgiving. That's fucked up. Um. So yeah, no podcast. No podcast on Thanksgiving. That's not gonna happen. Birthday boy needs a week off. 
you know, I need a week off right now, quite frankly. I feel like shit. I've been been sucking down those, uh, what the fuck are they? The fruit slices, you know, the airborne things. Those shits work, man. And, uh, and then at night, before bed, I uh, take a powdered package of Zarbi's Naturals, pour it into a glass of not too hot, not too cold, just uh, temperate, lukewarm. That's not lukewarm, it's, oh, it's you know, whatever. Cool, a cool glass of water. Not a, not an ice, not ice water, but not lukewarm either. Not not room temperature water. It's a cool glass of water from the refrigerator. No ice. It specifically says no ice. So I dump my little powdered Zarbi's Naturals, which has all that shit. You know those, uh, you know those magical berries, uh, elderberries, and it's got all the other crap that that helps your immune system, helps boost the immune system. Uh, I, I swirled some of that powder into a nice glass of water. It looks like Metamucil. And I suck that down before bed. Oh, and it's got, uh, I think it's got little bits of melatonin in it as well. So I i pass right out and have a pretty nice, it's actually better than NyQuil. If you want to know some of my cold fighting strategies, uh, yeah, I would. if you can get, get over to CVS, that's the only place I've ever seen Zarbi's Naturals. It's an idiotic name, but it's that shit works. Pour those Zarbi's Naturals, that powder into a glass, swirl it around, suck it back, hop into bed. It's nice. It's a nice. It's a nice night of sleep. And then I take, uh, I take three of those fruit slices that basically taste like candy, uh, airborne fruit slices. I think you. I think I take like. I mean, it's no surprise they want you to take like three in the morning, three in the afternoon, and then three at night to fight off cold and infection. And I get it, because the bottle of that thing is like, uh, I don't know, it's like $27. So, of course, they want you to have nine of those a day. Because I think I think by like the end of tomorrow, I'll be done with the bottle that I just bought. But God damn it, I hate being sick. I fucking hate... Not that there's anybody out there that enjoys being sick, but I'm such a baby... Oh my god, when I get even just the slightest little cough or the slightest tickle in my throat, like, that's it, I'm done. So, I'm not sure what this podcast is going to be like today, because I really do feel like garbage. And, uh, however, let me tell you what, (sighs) big announcement, I currently have on my head, on my ears, my POZARs, actually, technically, they're they're Cam's POZARs, I didn't open my POZARs, but she opened hers. And she's been using them all week since about Saturday, and she loves them. And they were, again, $17. $17 for headphones that are, honestly, right now, I'm using them. And uh, they're, you know, they're not Beats, but who cares? Considering if I went out to, if I went across the street to Best Buy right now and got a pair of, what, $300 Beats... The difference between these $17 POZARs and a two or $300 pair of Beats headphones. Uh, yeah, I'm good with the POZARs. I'm good with the POZARs. So they're pretty good. They're pretty good. The POZAR headphones have the birthday boy seal of approval. Anyway, so I feel like shit. I really feel like shit. And uh, luckily I recorded a bunch of stuff on last week on the phone. Various various situations that I found myself in, and I, I'm, I'm glad, because that'll save me. It's the lazy thing to do. I recorded stuff on the phone. It's of a lesser quality. Yeah, but who cares, because I can't, I can't spend too much time talking without having a coughing fit. 
So I'm going to play some of the pre-recorded clips that I already did on Saturday when I didn't feel like shit. Uh, yeah. But first, while I have the ability to talk... Oh, yeah, that's right. Ugh. Where are my results? Okay. Holy goddamn, that's loud. Quiet, quiet, you. Uh, so yeah, week <laughs> week ten was a disaster. My picks were, I had uh, I had a good record for the previous two weeks on NFL picks. I was, uh, I think I picked four games correctly. Four and uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Four and nine. Wow. So hopefully, I don't know. I, I, nobody's using these picks for any reason at all because you shouldn't. Uh, but yeah, that was that was bad. I was wrong about like everything. I was right about uh, Oakland over Los Angeles. Da, 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 da. What else? I was right about Baltimore over Cincinnati. That was a pretty easy one. Green Bay, whoever they beat, I don't know. Carolina, I was right about that. Seattle over San Francisco. That was uh, kind of an upset. That was a great game. Monday night. That was the Monday night game. And that was a... Ooh, that was a classic. Classic. Overtime game. It was great. Just back and forth. That's everything you want in a, in a football game. Oh, baby. That was a good weekend for football, I would say. Some good close games. Both in college. I mean, goddamn. LSU and Alabama. Ugh. What a weekend. What a time to be alive. Alright, so I was right about Oakland. I was right about Baltimore. I was right about Green Bay. Right about Seattle. Wrong about everybody else. Detroit lost to Chicago. Buffalo lost to Cleveland. God. Kansas City lost to Tennessee. New Orleans lost to Atlanta. Come on. The Giants lost to the Jets. That wasn't exactly... I mean, it could have been either of those two pieces of shit teams. Arizona lost to Tampa Bay. Yeah. Indy lost. <laughs> Indy lost to Miami. I mean, the Rams lost to Pittsburgh. All right, fine. And then Dallas loses to Minnesota, which that's a that's an idiotic pick that I picked Dallas. That's stupid. They suck, and I should never pick Dallas just out of principle. Because who fucking likes Dallas? All right. Now for this week's picks. Hmm. Week 11 in the NFL. Uh, Pittsburgh at Cleveland tonight. Ah, oh, God. I have Pittsburgh. That I should maybe pick Cleveland as an upset, but I'm not going to. I'm going to pick Cleveland. Uh, pick Pittsburgh to win. Yeah. And then from there, Dallas at Detroit. I'm going to go with the Lions. Pittsburgh, Detroit. Got to write these down. Uh, Indy. Hosts the Jaguars. Jags coming off a bye week. Indy, I don't know. They're not that great. Oh, God. I'm going to regret picking Jacksonville. I don't want to do it, but I'm, yeah, I'm going to... God damn it. No, I'm not. Uh, yes, I am. No, I'm not. Oh, fuck. Indy. Indy. Fuck it. Buffalo goes to Miami and wins. Minnesota hosts the Broncos, and they will win... New Orleans will go to Tampa Bay and win. The Redskins will host the Jets and lose. I'm going to go with the Jets. 
Carolina hosts the Falcons. Carolina wins. Houston at Baltimore. Baltimore wins. Arizona at San Francisco. San Francisco wins. All right, what else? Ah, Cincinnati goes to Oakland in the afternoon on Sunday. Oakland will win that game. Oakland over Cincinnati. New England at Philadelphia. New England, of course. That's going to be a good game. A very good game, I think. New England will win. That's my pick. And the Rams will host the Bears, and they will win the Kansas City and Los Angeles. In Mexico, Estadio Azteca in Mexico City, the Chiefs and the Chargers. Well, the Chiefs are going to win. I think that's going to be another really good... I think Monday night's going to have another really good game on their hands. That's my pick. I don't think uh, I don't think the Chargers are going to be doing much. <coughs> Goddamn cold. There, there it is. That's the end of my voice. Uh, in the postseason, I don't think you're going to see much of the Chargers, but I think they're going to they're going to hang in there as a solid uh, solid little team in the West, in the AFC West. All right, that's it. That's enough of these picks. Let's get out of here with these picks. All right, okay, I'll recap first. Because I know you, I know everybody out there loves this this segment of the podcast. They're happy to have this. All you football fans out there, like Nate and Carrie. So I've chosen Pittsburgh, Detroit, Indy, uh, Pittsburgh over Cleveland, Detroit over Dallas, Indy over Jacksonville, reluctantly, Buffalo over the Dolphins, Minnesota beats Denver, New Orleans goes to Tampa Bay and wins. And then the Jets beat the Redskins in Washington. Carolina at home beats the Falcons. Baltimore beats Houston Texans at home. And San Francisco beats Arizona. And then Oakland, New England, Los Angeles, and Kansas City. Ah, yes. At long last... Disney Plus has finally arrived. All the waiting is over. And goddamn, it's fucking awesome. I mean, like, all the movies, all the classics, boy, every episode of Boy Meets World, all the Disney afternoon shows, every episode of Simpsons, which, like, we had that on demand in, you know, for the last several years on FX and all that stuff, but, like, to be able to watch them without commercials, man, that's nice. Then you've got the new the new stuff, the originals, such as The Mandalorian. Holy shit, what a fucking show. Oh my. There's something about it, and I'm not going to give spoilers or anything like that, but it's... There's something about it. It just feels like a Star Wars. It feels... Star Wars-y. Like, in the best possible way. Like, real kind of old-school just Star Wars. And again, I just, I don't want to give away even even the re most remote minuscule plot points or anything like that, but it's... Like, first of all, I don't give a shit. I don't give a shit about Star Wars bounty hunters. Like, I don't care about... I don't care about Boba Fett. 
or Django Fett or any of those Fets. I don't care about Fets. I never have. Um, so I was a little, uh, little hesitant. Like, yeah, am I going to care about this Mandalorian because it's all about this bounty hunter? Yes. The answer is yes. I do care about the show. I care about the character. It's fucking awesome. Uh, tons of cool cameos scattered about from Horatio Sands to Brian Posehn to Nick Nolte, Carl Weathers, Werner Herzog. <laughs> like, what? And, uh, yeah, it's just like a really... As, as far as pilot episodes go of a show, man, oh man, I'm like I went back and watched it again. That doesn't happen. I don't do that. I don't have time for that. But I went back and watched The Mandalorian twice because that's how much I enjoyed it. It was really good, and uh, there's one scene that I, you know I could do without. Where he he has to learn how to he has to learn how to do something that will help him get to a place that he needs to go, and it's just it's not a very long scene, but it's dumb uh but just the atmosphere the music is awesome acting is great uh, the look and the feel it's it's all there i mean it's it's like cost like 10 million dollars an episode for this fucking thing so you would hope god damn it better be good so well done john favaro and uh, everybody else that put that thing together and and the first episode ends with it's a big it's a big blowout it's a, it's a gunfight it's a, you know it's a western it's a gunfight at the OK Corral <laughs> or whatever this place is. And uh, and then a big, you know, kind of really interesting surprise at the end that leaves you with many more questions than answers and completely hanging on the, I wouldn't say the edge of my seat, but I'm very excited for the next episode. I'm totally in. I'm totally on board with the Mandalorian. Completely exceeded my expectations. Completely exceeded my expectations. I've also enjoyed uh, the wife and I watched some of the Jeff Goldblum thing. He goes to the sneaker factories and he goes to sneaker con and he's talking about sneakers and it's very interesting. I liked it. And Jeff Goldblum makes anything entertaining because just he's a he's Jeff Goldblum. He's a treasure. Uh yeah, so that's pretty. I mean, when you got all the classic Mickey Mouse cartoons, Pixar cartoons, uh, just endless, all the I mean, all the Disney originals. That's so Raven. Come on, and and Raven's Home, and the Disney Afternoon, Chip and Dale, Ducktales, all that shit. Boy Meets World's there. The Simpsons. It's just like you scroll through it, and it's. It's it's a little it's almost overwhelming. It's like where do I go first? There's so many. I'm just just like Netflix. I'm gonna spend my entire time just scrolling through things and saying, "Ooh, they have that. What else do they have?" And then I'm never gonna watch anything. But I did watch The Mandalorian, and it's uh, it's Mandelightful. <laughs> uh, uh, okay, fine. Fuck you. You come up with it. You come up with a podcast every week then. What else? Is that all I wanted to talk about? So anyway, Disney Plus. And the, the other thing, uh, having D23, like I have a D23, not not even the paid subscription, but just like the general free D23 subscription. Just having that free subscription was able to get like, I was like 30% off or 35% off for three years of Disney Plus, so I, I prepaid for, like, three years of Disney Plus. 
<laughs> rolling the dice and hoping that it would be really good. Assuming that it would be really good. And it is. And so, yeah, I guess that's a nice thing. I don't have to worry about paying for it for, for three more years. 2020, what is that? 2022? 2022 is the next time I'll have to pay money for Disney Plus. So that's nice. And I got a really good deal on it. So it ended up, I think the monthly fee ended up being like $4 or something like that. There's also, if you have Verizon, like unlimited data, you can get like a free year. If you buy an, uh, some, I don't know. There's all, there's all kinds of, there's all kinds of little bullshit deals around there. If you have like the Disney credit card, I think you can, uh, who knows, who knows? There's deals. There's ways to find deals. And I, you know, Disney doesn't need the birthday boy podcast plugging their subscription service that's going to bring in another $10 trillion into that company. But, you know, fuck it. It's so good. It's really, it's a no-brainer to get the Disney Plus subscription. It's got every, it's got something on there. Even if you're not like a Disney nut, there's something, there's something on there. Like, there's people who are just going to watch Simpsons, who haven't seen these classic Simpsons episodes in years. They're going to watch those. <clears throat> the Star Wars movies, the Marvel movies. I mean, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous, dude. So I can't wait to see what else is going to come out. I mean, they got that Monsters, Inc. thing that's coming out at some point. That's an original. I don't know. People like The Lady and the Tramp, the new live-action thing that's out there. I, If I can help it, I'll never watch it. But I'm sure the kids will at some point, and I'll hear their feedback on it, and I'm sure it'll be good. So, man, that Mandalorian, though, goddamn, great, great music, great acting, characters that, the fucking main character, you don't see his face, and yet you are, like, you know, emotionally involved, you're like, I'm, I'm into this character, I care about this character. By the end of the thing, you're like, oh, man, that's, he's an emotional character, he's got, there's some depth, there's back, there's, there's a story to this guy, he's not just this douchebag bounty hunter with a mask. A helmet, whatever. It's fantastic. It's fantastic. And uh, and so there it is. There's the Birthday Boy podcast endorsement of Disney Plus and The Mandalorian. Water slide world. I'm really crazy about your wild slides. Wild, you bet. Water slide world. The number one in family fun. Fun, you bet. Come on, a baby, gonna slide, slide, slide. Come on, a baby, gonna glide. I know there's people who know this one listening out there. And you're probably singing along with it. Exit 21 off the Northway, I-87, one half mile south of Lake George Village. Why do I play that? Why did I play the commercial for the now defunct water slide world in Lake George, New York? Or as I like to call it, the poor man's enchanted forest water safari. <laughs> Am I right? Am I right? Uh, uh, nobody nobody knows what I'm talking about. My friends from Burn Hills know what I'm talking about. My friends from the 518 know exactly what I'm talking about. <clears throat> I, I was thinking about that because Kimmy and I were watching this show called uh, On Becoming a God in Central Florida. I think we've got like maybe an episode or two left. Kirsten Dunst. It's a, it's it takes place in the '90s. It's about pyramid schemes and stuff. It's pretty good. It's not that's not the greatest, but it's pretty good. It's good enough to keep me watching every week. Like just enough to keep me watching every week. And the, the characters and the acting is it's good. It's good characters. 
but there's a lot of this takes place at this water park and I think they live somewhere in Orlando in or around Orlando and uh and she works at a water park and then there's the whole thing somebody buys the water park blah 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 a lot of the scenes take place a lot of people work at this water park and uh and I was thinking like hey you know they should have a water park here in Nashua because you know what what screams water park like New England and New York, all these like mountainous regions that are, you know, nine months of snow and winter, they should have water parks. Just like Lake George had water slide world enchanted forest, water safari and old forge zoom flume and wherever the fuck zoom flume is. Those are like the three water parks. And then there's water parks uh, at the beach here in New Hampshire. There's water parks everywhere. There's a bunch of water parks up in the mountains. There's water parks this frigid cold place to live. So naturally there's tons and tons of water parks. I don't want to go to water parks in warm weather, let alone cold. I don't, I don't want to, it disgusts me. It grosses me out. Just thinking of the amount of the fucking bacteria and fecal matter that's floating around in these water parks. No goddamn fucking way. However, I would, I would gladly open a water slide park. Uh, if it brought me in a fortune and I, uh, once I open it could just sit and collect the coins collect those pennies I thought man not that there's a lot of big plots of land left in the city of Nashua but boy if there was you know maybe close down one of the 28 schools they have you know ship the kids someplace else (laughs) open a water slide park I I think that would work let's be honest some of these kids you know school's not gonna not gonna be the make or break moment in their lives so maybe we take one of these schools Consolidate the kids who are doing really well into the uh, into one of the other school, one of the one of the fifteen thousand elementary schools in town, and then the other ones, you know, the other kids who are p- performing poorly, we put them to work at the water <laughs> at the water slide park. But I thought, like, man, you've got a city like Nashua, what a perfect place to have a, a water slide park because you could just name it Splashua. And I thought, like, yeah. Why don't we open up a water slide park in Nashua? We'll call it Splashua, because that's really easy. It's easy to remember. It's easy to say. It's just one word. And then, since Water Slide World no longer exists, why don't I just steal their theme song? I'm not even going to record a, a new original version of the theme song. I'm just going to record over the parts that say Water Slide World. So that way, you know, and what are they? what's Water Slide World going to do about it? Where are they? They're, they're finished. Maybe... Here's an idea. Take the kids who aren't doing so well at the schools in Nashua, open up a school where Water Slide World used to be in Lake George, send those kids there, send the, the good performing kids into the other schools in Nashua, and then when you close down that Nashua school, you open up Splashua. You know, sorry, uh, such and such. <laughs> sorry, Dr. Crisp Elementary School. <laughs> Coming soon, Splashua. And yes, there's a school in Nashville called Dr. Crisp. Yeah, Dr. Crisp, which sounds like a fucking... It sounds like a cross, like Frito-Lay and Pepsi came up with a product that's like half corn chip, half soft drink. Mmm, Dr. Crisp. Crunchy, salty, carbonated, and refreshing. Dr. Crisp. Dig into a delicious bag of cans of Dr. Crisp today. Mmm, refreshingly salty. Dr. Crisp. So we'll close down Dr. Crisp. We'll ship the kids to where they need to go. And uh, sorry, Dr. Crisp closing at the end of this year. Coming soon. Splashua. 
I think that's that, that works. And uh, yeah, like I said, the theme song not only writes itself, but the theme song has literally already been written and performed and recorded. Splashua. I'm really crazy about your wild slides. Wild, you bet. Splashua. The number one in family fun. Fun, you bet. Come on, a baby's gonna slide, slide, slide. Come on, a baby gonna glide, glide, glide. Come on, a baby gonna slide, slide, slide. Oh, wait, gonna glide down, fly. Whirl around, touch the sky. Splashua. I think that's I think that's pretty damn good. Ah, I think I've just discovered a way to print money here in good old Nashua. Or should I say good old Splashua? <laughs> oh my god. Speaking of commercials. So there's a car commercial, a local car commercial that actually says in the commercial Hit him with the hind. And everybody who anybody who currently listens to the Howard Stern program knows what that is. That's like the new if you if uh, if you don't listen to Howard Stern, you probably have heard Baba Booey, which is Gary, Howard's producer. And he's been known as Baba Booey for decades. And beyond the show, people will if there's a live uh, news feed, if there's a reporter on the street. People will run behind the camera while they're doing a live cut-in, and they'll yell, Baba Booey, Baba Booey. Or if somebody at PGA Tour is taking their tee shot, as soon as they as, as soon as they hit the ball off the tee, you hear a zillion people yell, Baba Booey. And it's just like, you know, it's just one of those things. Baba Booey. It's a, it's a Howard Stern thing. And lately, in the last couple of years, hit him with the hind has become... Uh, Equivalent synonymous with the Howard Stern, just as Baba Booey. And it's from uh, John Hine, who created JumpTheShark.com and works on the show. He hosts the wrap-up show, the Howard Stern wrap-up show, a whole bunch of other things, fast food expert. And uh, another another fella on the show, Jason Kaplan, uh, because of John Hine's low energy in the office, would yell, hit him with the Hine, and you know, just, just fucking bust his balls all day long and so it caught on around the office and then it made its way onto the air the whole hit him with the hind thing and then that made its way into real life so now when people take their tee shots in golf you've got people yelling baba booey you've got people yelling hit him with the hind you've got people in news reports running behind the camera yelling hit him with the hind and then you've got people like there's like football coaches and press conferences who will say things like hit him with the hind and it's yeah, it's a big it's a big thing. If if you know if you listen to Howard Stern, you know exactly what I'm talking about. If you don't, I give you a recap, so I guess you have some some inside information, some insights into hit him with the hind. So I'm watching this commercial last night on whatever one of the local networks here in the greater Boston area, and I couldn't believe it. It's for some Chevrolet dealership. Let me see if I can just. Hold on. Okay. Hit him with the hind and come on down to this Chevy dealership. And I don't feel like mentioning the name of the Chevy dealership because fuck that. But I thought that was funny. Hit him with the hind, and I'm sure like that's that's pretty good because they're going to 
They put him with the Hein in their commercial. At some point, somebody here, perhaps myself or I don't know, somebody will send that recording to the folks at the Howard Stern Show or the, the Howard Stern people will, you know, as they scour the internet for videos, they'll find it. And maybe it'll make its way onto the airwaves if it hasn't already. I'm a few weeks behind catching up to the Howard Stern Show episodes. But, uh, yeah. So who knows, this, this Chevy dealership here in Boston may get a little uh, a little nod from the Howard Stern people, maybe from Howard Stern himself on the air. So that's, yeah, it's not bad. Get a little, so that people all over the world uh, who don't live in the area will know where to get their Chevys if they ever move to a very specific region of the country. But I thought that was funny. Hit him with the Hein in a fucking uh, Chevy dealership commercial. Hit him with the Hein. And then there's another commercial that's been airing. Oh. Taco Bell party packs are available for delivery. Nothing can stop us now. This is it. What does everyone want tonight? Tacos. Uh-huh. Tacos. Now what's gonna stop this party off right? Tacos. So it's just a, it's, you know, it's just a, like a punk rock band. A British punk band singing about tacos, you know, as most uh-huh, as most British punk bands do. Yeah, tacos, tacos. And you watch this guy who's supposed to be the lead singer of the punk rock band sing, <laughs> singing about... Oh, God damn it. I can't have a coughing fit. <clears throat> Keep it together, Hopkins. Uh... So this jackass, he's singing about tacos, tacos, and he just looks like an idiot. And he looks, he looks dead inside, even though he's very animated in this commercial. And you know, it's like a lot of people. Like, look, there's tons of people who start out. Well, you got to start somewhere, right? N- nobody just like wakes up and they're Tom Cruise or Leo DiCaprio or these guys. You, you know, you do you do a bunch of shit. And for a lot of these guys, you start out doing these crappy commercials, like mostly for, you know, fast food commercials or some kind of, you know, grocery product or whatever. Chips, I don't know, soda. And, uh, uh, but so who knows, maybe this guy someday will be like, he'll be a mega star and we'll be like, oh my God, you remember when he was the asshole in the tacos, tacos commercial? Uh but it just like just listening to it is bad enough. Watching the commercial and he has to, you know, and he's got the whatever the eyeliner and he's they, they got him made up to look like how a douchey Hollywood <laughs> TV uh, commercial director and uh, you know corporate marketing guys would think that a British punk band would look. And it's just it's just it's idiotic. It's not going to stop me from eating a Taco Bell because I fucking unapologetically love Taco Bell. And, uh, I mean, you know, they had that whole... Uh, the Taco Bell in Nashua closed down last month. They closed for a few days because the grade... <laughs> the grade of beef, whatever beef they use, quote-unquote beef, uh, was not up to the standards of Taco Bell. This is the same Taco Bell that, like, seven, eight years ago had reports coming out how there was, like, sawdust... Wood shavings or <laughs> some bullshit in 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 the meat, and if if they had to close down because it's a bunch of locations were not up to the Taco Bell standards, that had to be bad. Uh, but did that stop me from going? Hell no, that did not stop me from going to Taco Bell. I was there as soon as they opened up. I realized, oh hey, look, it's it's open, and I went and got my gorditas and my chalupas filled with beef and whatever cheese product they put in there 
it's just like when we read Fast Food Nation. When I was in, in grad school, when I was in business school, in one of my classes we had to read Fast Food Nation and then do a report on Fast Food Nation. And if you haven't read Fast Food Nation, it's about a million th- it's a, it's the history of McDonald's and Ray Kroc and all this stuff and then to you know current day the practices of what they do you know the whole the whole process of getting the meat and it's pretty disgusting and about all the chemicals and the artificial smells that they put in the air and flavoring and just really you know it's really disgusting stuff uh, and people kept t- oh you're taking this class oh you're going to read fast food nation and uh, Dr uh whatever her name was, Rainus, which, let's be honest, saying Dr. Rainus, Professor Rainus. Uh, nobody else seemed to find that funny in my in my MBA program. That Like, hey, you ever think that's funny? Her name's Dr. Rainus. Dr. Rainus? Dr. Anus? Hello, paging Dr. Rainus. What's she doing teaching business? She should have been a proctologist. <laughs> Anyways, so Dr. Rainus. <laughs> Uh, made us, you know, we had to read Fast Food Nation in her class. Very, very sweet woman. Uh, and everybody, oh, you're taking this class. You're never going to want to eat McDonald's again. You're never going to go to fast food places ever again once you read this book. Uh, being the reader that I am, of course, I purchased the audio book on CDs so I could listen to it in my car. And I had the audio book playing as I drove to the McDonald's drive through Probably, it took me, I think, a week to listen to it in my in my car stereo as I drove around, pretty much driving to class and home from class and to work and home from work. I would listen to it. I think every time I had it on, I would hear about all the horrible practices and all the fake smells and chemicals, and then I would just think, oh, man, McDonald's fries, so good. And then I would go and get, get cheeseburgers and fries and shakes. And I'd, oftentimes I would be at the drive through window placing my order while Fast Food Nation was playing. So, yeah, commercials have a different effect on me than they do. And books books and you know, things have a different effect on me than, than they do to other people. But this Tacos Tacos commercial, you got to think like, oh, this kid. You can tell even though he's animated and he's doing everything that they that they directed him to do in this commercial with the, the bug eyes and just really, you know, overselling it. And, you know, he's holding Taco Bell boxes of tacos while he's singing a punk song about tacos and, you know, probably just, just dead inside. And then someday we may, maybe we'll see him on the big screen. So, wow, that was the tacos, tacos, punk band guy. But, uh, I had more to say on this, uh, this past Saturday when Kimmy and I were watching tacos, tacos, and, uh, because my voice, I need to go get a drink of water. And while I do that, I'm going to play you the rest of my take on the tacos, tacos guy. And I think I gave him a name like P.D. Sanders or Dandy Squiggins or something like that. Some ridiculous name, which I'm, I'm sure is probably not too far off. In any event, here's here's me and the wife talking about Tacos Tacos and this Dandy, whatever his name. It's a made-up name. I just gave him a name. I think it's Dandy Squaggins or Squiggins or P.D. Sampson or something like that. But anyways, here's... Here's us talking, Kimmy and I discussing the Tacos Tacos commercial after it aired uh, this past weekend. Yeah. But yeah, Petey Stevenson or Dandy Skivens or whatever his name is. Yes. It's from a podcast. It's from a podcast. Uh, yeah, my snorting. Snorty Boy podcast. Uh, it's not the boy. 
yeah, the, the Taco Bell guy is just trying to, he's trying to make it. Yeah, maybe. I'm just gonna. I'm about to repeat everything I just said, so it'll sound really contrived. But <laughs> shut up, genius. That's why you're the best in the biz. That's why you have 16 subscribers. No one does it like you. Uh, uh, anyway, so Dandy Skibbins, the lead singer of that Taco Bell commercial. <laughs> tacos, tacos. I mean, the poor bastard. He's just trying to make it. He wants to be an actor. Get into TV and movies. And it's one of the most embarrassing commercials I've ever seen. I mean, just the whole... The whole thing. He's just in a punk rock... Just the, the notion of a punk rock, a punk band singing about Taco Bell. And it's such a bad song, and it's such a bad commercial. But, yeah, and that's why I say, and I assume his name is uh, whatever I said, Petey, Petey Stevens, Petey Stevenson, or Dandy Skivens. And in like 20 years from now, we might look back and be like, oh my God, that was the tacos, tacos guy. Oh, can you believe he was in that horrible commercial? Now he's a big time superstar in the movies. Just like everybody was once in a com crappy commercial for fast food or some garbage when they were younger. And uh, Steve Carell comes to mind in that hamburger commercial, whatever the hell he did. And then what was the other one we just were talking about? Who the hell were we just talking about? Oh, Matt LeBlanc. He's in that ketchup commercial for Heinz. Where he goes up to the roof and pours out his ketchup. And then by the time he gets downstairs and orders the hot dog. And then doesn't the guy, doesn't the hot dog vendor even ask him, would you like ketchup? And he's like, no, I got it coming. And then he holds the hot dog behind him, and the hot dog pours. And then somehow the hot dog perfectly pours on the ketchup. Uh, uh, the, the hot dog perfectly oh, pours on the ketchup. I'm tired. All right, the ketchup. <laughs> In Soviet Russia, hot dog pours ketchup on you. Um, <laughs> ketchup pours you. No, but the ketchup pours perfectly evenly across the entire length of the hot dog somehow even though joey from friends is just holding the hot dog behind his back and it's yeah thing says the best things come to those who wait which is yeah it's funny like they would have an advert an advertisement well no the commercial is not funny it's just funny that they would advertise how shitty and slow the ketchup bottle is like that's a selling point Heinz ketchup. You're going to wait forever for the ketchup. So go put it on the roof. What are you telling me? I have to go put a... I have to go put a ketchup bottle on the roof. Pour the ketchup perfectly. I have to position it perfectly. Run downstairs. Buy a hot dog from the hot dog vendor. Hold the hot dog behind my back. And then the ketchup... 
in that amount of, that's the amount of time it takes, several minutes to run downstairs, buy a hot dog, pay for a hot dog, put the hot dog behind my back, and then the ketchup will pour on the hot dog. And I'm supposed to buy Heinz ketchup? Right. Like, yeah. Meanwhile, ketchup's free, and the stupid idiot bought a bottle of ketchup, a bottle of roof ketchup, to pour on his one hot dog that he could have gotten ketchup for free from the hot dog guy. Uh, would you like hot? Hey, buddy, you want some ketchup? You want some hot chup? You want some hot dog for that ketchup? Uh, no, I'm going to pour my own hot dog. <laughs> uh, so it's just, it's doubly, because it makes him look stupid. Imagine if you're why I, I don't know if it was supposed to be Manhattan. I don't know what, what, what the town, city was supposed to be. But imagine if you're so dumb that instead of just going to the guy with the hot dog cart, who has probably a little squeeze pump thing, you can just pump some ketchup on your hot dog and you're like, oh, uh, no, I've already calculated the, uh, I've calculated the velocity, wind resistance, <laughs> distance, speed, uh, and I've placed a full-size ketchup bottle that I purchased for several dollars uh, up on the roof of the skyscraper behind me. And any minute now, it's going to evenly pour onto my hot dog. <laughs> And that's supposed that makes you want to buy Heinz, but you know what? Heinz ketchup is still there. Obviously, everybody loved they love those commercials though. Oh, football! Wow, what a return in this football game! Oh my God! Touchdown Alabama! Holy smokes! What a game! This is going to be. And they're only in the first quarter. Okay, so I thought I had more to say. I thought I, I thought I wrapped that audio clip up nicely when I was recording it on my phone about the ketchup. Clearly, I got distracted. I clearly was watching Alabama LSU while having the conversation about ketchup because I guess the Tacos Tacos commercial must have aired during the football game on Saturday. But still, I mean, what an idiotic commercial. If you recall, it's Joey from Friends before he was Joey from Friends. And he buys a hot dog from the street the hot dog vendor. And the guy's like, hey, buddy, you want some ketchup on a hot dog? And Joey's like, no, thanks. I've got it coming. Because prior to buying that hot dog from the vendor, he ran upstairs to the roof of a building. Hey, maybe it was the Friends apartment building. Anyway, he's... He goes up there and he, he wedges the ketchup bottle in between some, some cement blocks or some bricks or something like that. And he leaves it, he just leaves it sitting there because we all know that the glass bottle of ketchup, it takes an hour and a half for any ketchup to come out. And so Heinz, in their brilliance, brought attention to how shitty and slow it is to get, instead of, you know, of course, they would ultimately make the squeeze bottle. Like, duh. Uh, but it's just, it's idiotic in so many, on so many levels, like that this guy would just go to the store. He's like, Hey, you know what? 
I'm going to buy a hot... You buy a hot dog from the street vendor because it's right there. It's convenient. Oh, and also, by the way, the street vendor has ketchup and he has mustard and he has mayonnaise and he has relish and he has salt and he has all the other bullshit that you need. All the accoutrement. Napkins, probably. You might have some napkins there. Maybe get a soft drink, depending on the vendor. Anyways, so instead of just like, hey, I'll have a hot dog oh, you've got packets of ketchup that I could just tear open and easily pour onto my hot dog. No, hold that thought. I, I have already ran to the supermarket. I purchased ketchup, a bottle of ketchup. I've gone to the top floor of this building. I walked up multiple flights of stairs and uh, to perfectly place this ketchup bottle. And I've measured, like I said in my recording, I've measured the velocity, mass, velocity, wind resistance, <laughs> mass, acceleration, Mass times acceleration, I think, is velocity. If I remember. Mr. Culp. Uh, I've done all this extra work so that the ketchup will pour from the roof of this building onto the hot dog that I'm going to hold behind my back. I'm not even going to look at the ketchup bottle. I'm just going to hold it behind my back because I'm so stupid. It's like, hey, but I've got free ketchup here. I could just give you a packet of ketchup. Just without you, don't even have to do all that shit. No, no, no! I've got it coming, my good man. That's just stupid. Uh, so okay, that's it. And I'm gonna go have another coughing fit, and I'll be right back after this. <laughs> Oh yeah. Welcome back. More Birthday Boy Podcasts. This is the new single, Falling Out With You, by White Lies. Oh. Damn it. By White Lies. <laughs> uh, not so good. I'm not going to get that job as the local zoo crew DJ here in Nashua, I don't think. Based on my complete inability to hit the post just there. Oh, well. Oh, well. This is the new single by White Lies. They just, they're the gift that keeps on giving. They just keep cranking out, cranking out tunes after they had that album come out last year. And then they keep adding singles. And the two singles that came out in the last couple months are as good, if not better, than any of the other tracks on last year's album, in my opinion. Alright. I'm going to get out of here soon. I want to talk about my one last thing. So on Saturday, I got up early, as I often do. took my youngest to her ballet class at the local YMCA here in Nashua and I hate going to that YMCA it's the one that I've complained about endlessly and every time I go there's a new reason for me to be upset and this time I pulled in and you know usually on a Saturday you can just kind of like pull right up it's not super duper busy 
And so we get a decent spot and go in, but not not this past Saturday. This past Saturday, as soon as I pulled in and I saw that there were cars out to the road, and I said, oh, God damn it. Here we go. Here we go. And there's a football stadium right there. Stello Stadium, where the high school fo- the two high school football teams play. And I thought, okay, well, maybe there's a Saturday football game. Yes, there was a Saturday football game. But that wasn't... I said, this traffic... There's more. This is not just football game traffic. Because they kind of have their own separate parking lot, the football stadium. And that football parking lot was filled, but so was the entire YMCA parking lot. And I said, something's fucking up here. Some weird shit's going on. And I drove up and down. There were no spots to be found anywhere. I had, to, I had to drop my youngest off so she could run into her ballet class so she wouldn't be late. I had I went by myself so that I could do my couple miles around the track. I would have gotten in two miles if it didn't take me 20 minutes to find a parking space. I finally found one way back in the corner next to, like, they had two two or three parking spaces blocked off. Probably, like, the, the boosters or somebody, you know, some kind of volunteer whatever group for the for the you know football game selling popcorn bullshit whatever you want to call it um, but there was one spot that they did not block off so I parked there and then as I'm on the track I looked out later and saw that they had they had moved the the tables that they had blocking these parking spaces they only needed two of the spaces and not three so then there was a big giant like a GMC some kind of humongous I don't know if it was a suburban or some fucking giant thing just parked right up next to my car so that's that was cool. Uh, so I parked my car in this horrible space, walked in. I'm like, yeah, okay, maybe I'll get up. Maybe I'll have time to do a mile. I, I I fucking I get in the door of the YMCA. Jesus Christ, they're having a fucking craft fair, a goddamn craft fair, at the fucking YMCA on a Saturday. I'm not anti-craft fair. I'm pro-craft fair. It's a nice, you know, people they sell their wares. These, you know. Individuals, they're not, you know, they're not like big time. They just, you know, ma- literally mom and pop going out to sell, you know, handmade wreaths and designs and art, all kinds of bullshit that they made. Nice little things, crafts that you can get, handmade, homemade things for Christmas gifts. I'm all for the craft fair. Typically, it's been my experience that a craft fair takes place at, say, I don't know, a school or maybe a church, or someplace that's not really in use, at least inside, on a Saturday. And since the football games don't take place at the high school anyways, why not use one of the high schools and have the craft fair there? Or any of the 5,000 schools that exist in Nashua, very easily. Now let's have it at the Y, where people pay to have a membership with the reasonable expectation of being able to park so that they can walk in and go up to the track and not have to push through hangers with cloths and towel rags and t- paintings and trees and wreaths and bullshit. This place was wall-to-wall, packed. Everywhere you looked, there's people. I was so fucking angry. Uh, but because I've already recorded my rant on this subject and I'm about to <clears throat> have another coughing fit, Uh, I'm going to stop talking, and I'm going to just lazily play the recording of me bitching to Kim uh, about this this whole craft fair thing, which already set me off enough, so much that they have a complaint box. And yes, I sure did write a complaint and put it in the box, as you will hear. 
after that, we then made the stupid mistake because uh, my youngest was having a friend over for a play date and we didn't have snacks. Uh, I wanted to go to Costco like an idiot. Nobody, nobody in their right mind should ever go to Costco on a Saturday or a Sunday, especially not between November not between November 1st and Christmas, you're an idiot and you deserve exactly what you get by going there. And I deserved, I got what I deserved by going to Costco on a Saturday afternoon at lunchtime uh, where there were literally no spots. I drove in circles around that parking lot, nothing, nothing. And then I got into a shouting match with somebody because I'm pretty sure he stole the spot that I was waiting for. Although it's quite possible that I tried to steal his spot that he had been waiting for longer, but there were so many cars waiting for so many spots. I couldn't tell. I couldn't tell, but I still, I screamed at the guy. And then of course he gets out. I, I find, I end up finding a much better spot than the, than the spot that he had, but he gets out. And of course he's got like a little baby, you know, in a, in a thing. And I'm like, ah, oh, God damn it. I screamed at this guy. He's just trying to get a spot in the cold and baby, you know, and, uh, I saw him later in the store and I, went up and apologized to him and I said I was really I was in the wrong back there and please accept my humblest apology no I didn't do that <laughs> fuck that I did see him in the store it crossed my mind for a second to go up to him and just like try to be the bigger man and apologize but I'm not the bigger man in those kind of scenarios I'm I'm just not that's just not in my nature I yelled at him I called him a fucking moron uh in front of his child and in front of my child too which was really great um and uh, and then I saw him in Costco with his little wife and his baby in the in the straw in the thing, in the carriage, and I thought I should just I should just apologize and just you know let's let's move on from this. But uh, no, I can't bring myself to do that. So uh, no, that didn't happen. But uh, here's me from Saturday to tell you more about it. I'm gonna record this just in case I say anything funny. That I remember for the podcast. Yeah, but I was though I was. Like, I get so animated in a way that my natural body that never moves. <laughs> like, I open the door and there's all the crafts. Like, yeah, like my head just starts swinging. Like, it's like off its hinges. Like, somebody needs to, like, screw it back on. I'm like, <laughs> and then, yeah, I'm up the stairs. And there's no, I'm still, like, looking back and forth while I'm walking up the stairs, but there's nothing there except the wall. I'm just like, oh. yeah, and yeah, little smoke coming out of my nostrils, and like, and I look the way that I do normally, which is funny enough, like, you know, short, short guy, big gut, stomping around with his, with his baggy gym shorts and his 20-year-old sneakers, New Balance, whatever the hell they are. This is unfair to me. Meanwhile, like, I'm walking around the track and I'm seeing how happy everybody is. You know, family, you know, moms and daughters getting their Christmas crafts and their wreaths. And everybody's smiling. Uh, Like I said, I'm not against a craft fair. (laughs) But the places that I've seen craft fairs have been schools and churches, which are not typically in use on a Saturday. Great place. YMCA is not, in my opinion, where people are paying extra money, discretionary discretionary monies are being moved <laughs> so that people can have a place to go and shoot some hoops, go on the track, lift some weights, go for a swim. I, okay, so they could go for a swim. There were no craft fairs in the pool that I saw. 
But there's every every square inch of that place. The whole you saw the pictures. The whole hallway. The entranceway was blocked. I mean, like fire hazards left and right. I'm sure, if the fire marshal went to the Y, and saw what was going on in there. Call them and send them over there so they can shut the. Crowd that is a good idea. I should have done that. I wonder if it's still going on. I would absolutely. <laughs> That's what I was thinking the whole time. Like, who can I call? Can I call wow. the, I'll call what the police. Grouch. Yeah. I just thought, like, how can I end this so that I can spend the next 20 minutes walking around the track and then leave? Because I was so angry about, like, the bad parking spot, people parking on the lines. And that's the thing. Nobody cares. Like, I've gone in multiple times and gone up to the desk. And that's why I don't... That's why I complain anonymously when I write a complaint in. Because they're going to... Oh, it's that guy. It's like, yeah. It's, uh... Fats fire nostrils. Screaming again about the <laughs> fatty nostril flames is in here again, huffing and puffing about something. Yeah, because it's usually I'm complaining about the other people who've also paid their good money to work out on the track, and just the the manner in which they do it is displeasing to me. Oh, uh, wheelchairs? There's a, a kettlebell? It's a, a craft fair? That's, oh, the kids, with the, the elderly. Every day. Yeah. You're just looking. I just yeah. And, <laughs> yeah. Well, whether I'm looking or not, it finds me. <laughs> so yeah, so I stomp up like a child up the stairs, like. This is unbelievable. This is unbelievable. And then I'm like. And then I get to the, the track, and I'm about to go on the track, and then, like, my earbuds are tangled up. And I'm like, oh, you see what happened now? <laughs> I feel like somehow that's somebody else's fault. My stupid earbuds. Now this. Now this is happening. Life's unfair. Only to me. wonder where Cameron gets Oh, completely. <laughs> <sighs> and, then, uh, and then there were two guys just standing there. And I'm like, what are we doing? We crossing the track, spectating. Are you looking for the craft fair? You got lost. Yeah. And they just stood there. But then, and then I was like, oh well, I guess I could use this time to untangle my earbuds. Mm-hmm. And then I untangled my earbuds, and by the time I got them untangled, then there was a whole bunch of traffic on the track coming to kids and the elderly and their moms. And I'm just like, oh. God those guys weren't standing there, I wouldn't have been distracted by them, and I would have started untangling my earbuds earlier, and I would have been on this track ten seconds sooner, and I would have avoided this whole mess. Yeah, and then... And then when I went downstairs, I just, like... And then I'm silent, like, I'm going around the track just silently, just stewing inside my mind, just, like, marinating in my anger juices, my pouty... My pity party. Speeding around it. <laughs> Pumping my elbows. <laughs> oh, so st- I paid money to come here. And you, you craft fit. And you can't park anywhere because of cars. And they're illegally parked. Which is, I mean, honestly, though. How do they not have, for a, especially if it's an event. Right. How do they not have somebody out there just like, uh. Ma'am, you can't park here. Sir, this is not a parking spot. You need to find a parking space. Or have... You know what they could do? 
have one of the kids, somebody who works at the YMCA. You want to make make some money? Valet. Yeah, have a little valet. Mm-hmm. And then the the far parking lot for the high mm-hmm. for the stadium, park the cars over there. Mm-hmm. Then the members can just come and park. Or if they want to throw in a couple bucks, free valet, we accept tips. Oh, isn't that nice? Here's $2 for your troubles. Here's $5 from not having to worry about my car. Now you've made extra money and nobody's flipping out about parking. That's what they need over there. They need an ideas man. That's me. I'm an ideas man. That's what I should have put on the complaint card instead of yelling at them. Uh, In retrospect. I'm going to, yeah. I'll I'll answer my own questions that I wrote on the complaint card. Where I wrote, is the craft fair really necessary? Yes, it is. It's a great source of income and a great community gathering for craft enthusiasts and Christmas aficionados. Is the monthly membership not enough to sustain the Nashville YMCA? Because if not, might I suggest you have a valet parking thing for when you have these huge events that take up Uh, The parking spaces for which you are not equipped. Uh, So there. Gosh, I do. Now that I read this, I kind of feel like a jerk that I threw it in this in the in the slot. This is very snarky. My is the craft. Is the craft? I mean, I will pat myself on the back because I my original draft had a lot of f words in it. A lot of them, all capitalized. It was basically a written version of me walking. How walk- much time did you spend? It was, well, it was yeah, too too long. <laughs> it was a written version of me going up the stairs. Like I put all, <laughs> that's what I was doing. As I was like speeding around the track. I'm like, here's what I'll write. Dear idiots, why the F is less of the, but yeah. It's the, is the craft fair really necessary? Is the monthly membership not enough to sustain the Nashville YMCA? The amount of time spent finding a spot, numerous cars illegally parked, by the way, eats into my gym time. And now I'm the one losing money. Perhaps my membership is not needed since the craft fair is bringing in so much money. And then that was it. I didn't do it. I signed it and signed it. I just tossed it in the box. And I used the time, like, while Kaylin was getting her shoes and her coat on. That was the time that I used. And then a few minutes after that, as I shushed her while she was trying to gleefully tell me about her time and dance, I like, shush! Daddy, I had the, let me borrow ballet shoes and they shush, shush! Shut up! Be quiet! <laughs> I didn't do that. I did not do that. But I use yeah, I utilized that time and then Yeah. But it would look pretty obvious if I went back there and said, Hey, can I just uh I'd like to retract I'd like to redact most of my complaint. And there's probably video, they probably go back and play the video. Oh, they definitely do, yeah. Putting the thing in there. Angrily. <laughs> and they can tell even if they couldn't like, let's say there were, like, eight people who all, like, back to back to back to back dropped a complaint. They would still know which one was mine just based on the manner in which I shoved right. it into the slot and did one of those, like, head bow, like, hmm. <laughs> Take 
that. Just take that. <laughs> Hopkins one, YMCA zero. Oh, yeah, it was not a good day for me to leave the house. It was a bad yelling at guys at Costco. Ugh. And I knew I, as I everything I did, I knew I would just feel terrible about it later. I actually don't feel so bad about yelling at the guy. I still think, I still think there's like a five percent chance I was right, <laughs> which is which is enough. That's a high enough percentage. Oh, uh, it's like why, like whenever I yell at people in public, they're always they're always sympathy cases. It's never just like. Oh, he was acting like a jerk, and he is a jerk. And then this guy's like, oh, he's got a brand new baby and a wife and no hubcaps. And I've got old babies and a wife and four hubcaps. Eight if you count the other car. I have eight more hubcaps than he does, and I'm just sitting like... You don't know how many hubcaps he has. Well, I have at least four more. Yeah, well, you have to think, though, if he has another car with hubcaps, why would they go out in the non-hubcap car? Honey, do you want to take the piece of garbage need, or the piece of shit to Costco? Need hubcaps. Well, I know you don't need them, but, you know, it says a lot about a guy if he doesn't have them. Like, how do you, how do you lose hubcaps? I've never lost a hubcap. I've never not had a hubcap. They're pretty easy to have. Just go to the store and get a hubcap and... Maybe he doesn't have enough extra hubcaps. Yeah, but where did they go? Maybe he bought a hubcapless car? No. Maybe he changed his own tires. And... I'm going to tell you what, I think he's probably been in a lot of scrapes and scuffles in the Costco parking lot, and that's just... You're seeing reciprocation. There were hubcaps there once upon a time, I think. And... I, yeah, I don't, I only felt, uh, the baby was almost like a prop, like, oh, you have a, everybody has babies, we, all, we had babies, it doesn't make me like a great guy, because I had babies at one point, so he has a baby, the baby doesn't know what I'm saying, just hears her dad yelling at somebody, just like, just like Kaylin, <laughs> got to hear I apologize profusely, because I feel bad, but you know, that's the other thing. How do you put up a Costco? That's, that's, there's even less parking there than at the Y. No, there's lots of parking. I mean, you got the front parking lot, but it's not a lot. And then over across the street. Now, yeah, that, that corner parking that lot. Thing. You have to just suck it up. Well, I had forgotten about that one, or I would have gone over there. As we were leaving, I said to Kaylin, I was like, ooh, they've got that big parking lot across the street. I forgot about it. Should have gone over there. It looks like there's actually quite a few spaces. Hmm. Interesting, though, as I'm listening to that back. Don't have money for hubcaps, but you've got money for a Costco membership. Too too harsh. Now, listen, I'm driving around all day trying to find a fucking parking space. There's none. There are no spots. And as soon as you see a spot and try to go for it, of course, there's a car that's going to get there faster than you. I've never had I've never had anything like this where there's literally like I'm not <clears throat> I don't have a problem parking far away from the store 
as long as I get a spot, like if it's if it's a Christmassy thing and there's just like, yeah, right, you're not you're not parking anywhere near this place. But as long as there's parking, I don't care as much. Literally no parking spaces at all at the very end of the store. And this spot that I got into a fight over was you could mathematically state with 100% certainty it's the worst parking spot in the whole store. It's the farthest away from the entrance. Which absolutely, it's the farthest away. It's 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 back. It's back. It's back by the loading docks. The thing next to it is is the loading dock, and the sign that says "dead end, don't go this way." And that's that's the car that we that's the spot that we were fighting over, because I pulled up and there was a guy with his blinker on, and there was a car behind him backing out. And I said, "Oh, okay, he's gonna get he's he wants the spot back here," so I let him. Only well, he's here first, and I let him have it. But then I see a guy leaving the very last worst spot in the whole joint. I'm like, oh, great, I'll go get that one. And so as he's pulling out, this car on the right of me starts pulling in. And so, of course, I lay on the horn for five minutes. And the guy rolls down his window. And, of course, I already have my window rolled down because I know exactly. This ain't my first rodeo. I know exactly what's about to happen. And, of course, we just start screaming at each other. And he's like, he's like, oh, yeah, what do you... He's like, what, did you wait there for 10 seconds for the spot? I've been waiting there for five minutes. And I'm like, oh, you're so full of shit. You have, you just pulled up here. You haven't been waiting here for shit. You're full. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, right. He's like, what are you, crazy? I've been here for five fucking minutes. I've sat there the whole time. I'm like, oh, you're, you're a liar. You're a fucking moron. <laughs> and just screaming at each other. And then he put his window up, and I'm still screaming. I'm like, oh, yeah, roll up your window, you moron. And then I proceeded to pull up toward, and then and then I got, like, a perfect spot. I got, like, the spot that I normally get. Like, even better, when I try to go there, like, on a Tuesday night or a Monday night when there's just nobody there, and it's just dead. And uh, and I got a spot that's, like, better than the ones that I get when there's when there's nobody there. And, uh, and then, of course... By the time we got that spot and got parked, then I saw the guy walking with his little baby and his and her little her little what the fuck is the car the car seat carrier thing whatever it is you know on top of the he's he's carrying her and the, the bitter wind is blowing and so it did make me feel good that I got a better spot than this guy and he had to walk a lot <laughs> a lot farther with his baby with his newborn baby and I got to just hop out of my car. And just pretty much walk right into the store. And I was in and out. We needed like three things. That's the other, that's the shittiest part. It's not like, hey, we're going to do every Christmas, every bit of Christmas shopping. And then we're going to be done. And then we don't have to go to anything anymore. And we're just, I just went in for like some snacks and my, my shakes. You need to get my shakes. And the only place you can get shakes for a reasonable price is in Costco. Anyway, he was in the wrong. I was in the right. I did the right thing by yelling at him. Uh... I was right to take joy in his uh, getting the the crappy spot that we fought over and then me ending up with a much better spot. And I was right to not go up to apologize to him because he didn't deserve an apology. And he's probably an asshole in real life, too. Unlike me, who's only an asshole when the situation demands that it happen. I'm really just a tremendous uh, magnanimous guy uh, the other other 99% of the time. Just when it comes to parking, uh, that's when we get into major, major problems. But that's the only time. That's the only time. Or at the Y, uh, you know, or like in the in the line at my kid's school, or like at you know, uh, hotels, uh, churches, offices, malls. Other than those places, you know, grocery stores. Uh, 
Um, uh, you know, I'm fine. Super nice. Super nice dude. All right, I gotta wrap this up. We'll be back so I can go uh, cough. <clears throat> God damn it. Tried to make it. I tried to make it sound like I don't even have a cough, but okay, I'll be back. Uh, we're gonna finish this, things up. Cliffy call, blah, blah, blah. Be right back. Have you left space for me? All right. Way more to talk about, but I just can't. I can't go. I can't go on. I just can't. Uh, so yeah, let's see. What else? What else do I need to cover before I wrap this thing up? Not much. Mute that a little. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. I've got other things. We'll talk about it next week. That's what next week's for, right? Give you a little bit, and then hopefully leave you wanting much more. Uh, oh, by the way, uh, these P.O. What are they called? Hold on, I gotta take them off. P.O.Z.R. These P.O.Z.R. headphones, not bad. I've had them on the whole time during the the entirety of this podcast. Uh, they're a little uncomfortable though. But his headphones, I mean, for a $17 pair of headphones, they're pretty fucking good. They're relatively comfortable. I mean, I've had them on for, what, an hour and a half? That's not too bad. So, I guess that's a, I guess that's a, oh, that's a ringing endorsement of the, uh, the P.O. It's whatever the fuck I call them, P.O. Zars. So, uh, but next week I'm going to go back to the old Beats, my refurbished Beats, my ratty Beats. Bears beats Battlestar Galactica. All right. I think that's enough. Don't you? What else? Birthdayboypodcast at gmail.com. Please write to the email inbox. Please leave a five-star review wherever you can on iTunes or whatever. Subscribe on iTunes. Follow on Spotify, Google Podcasts, all these other podcast places you can get this thing. And, uh, what else? Tell your friends. Share. Share the love. Uh, you know. Don't live, laugh, love, though. Go fuck self. But share the podcast. Positivity. Stupid. But kindness? Kindness matters. Yeah. Yeah. Kindness really does matter. Uh, unless some asshole with his baby tries to take your spot that he may or may not have been waiting for for five minutes. Five minutes, please. You sat there for five minutes, you fucking liar. What a sack of shit. What a liar. You deserve that shitty spot, you prick. Anyways, kindness matters, gang. <laughs> kindness matters. Alright, that's it for me. Until next time. This has been Birthday Boy Podcast, episode 28. Talk to you next week. And until then, this is Johnny Boy saying, Later, Gators.
Yes, yes, Cliffy? Cliffy, hello, Cliffy. This is your Uncle Cliff, Cliff. Cliffy, this is Uncle Cliff, Cliff. Give me a call at your convenience, okay? Cliffy, I wish you'd pick up the phone, Cliff. I've got a lot of things I'd like to talk to you about. First of all, Cliffy, did you see that the new Disney Plus uh, subscription streaming service came out this week? It's quite the it's quite the big deal, Cliffy. Well, I was under the impression that the Disney Plus uh, service would have a multitude of family-friendly pictures. You know, the kinds of movies that are wholesome and good for children and adults of all ages, Cliffy. But all I saw was Mickey Mouse and Donald Duck cartoons. All kinds of violence, not to mention The Simpsons are on Disney Plus, Cliffy. I don't know what to make of this situation, but I, for one, don't like it. I understand that Disney has a lot of, uh, a lot of characters like Mickey Mouse and Donald Duck, but why couldn't they add some of the classic wholesome cartoons that I used to watch in Sunday school, Cliffy? You know, instead of Mickey Mouse, perhaps they have his counterpart, his Christian counterpart, Bible Badger, one of my all-time favorite cartoon characters, Cliffy. Or instead of Donald Duck, how about Psalm Salamander? It's clever because Salamander is spelled with a P at the beginning, just like Psalm. <laughs> oh, oh, where do they come up with these ideas, Cliffy? Boy, oh boy. But I didn't see a, a single ounce of Bible Badger or Psalm Salamander on Disney+. Plus. They have this one fellow named Jeffrey Goldblum, and he goes on the tours of various sneaker factories talking about sneakers all day. I mean, who cares about sneakers? Why couldn't he visit the Quaker Oats factory? You know, things that people are actually into. I would sure love to see 90 minutes of how the oats are processed and packaged and shipped. I mean, where's the documentary on Quaker Oats? And back to those Simpsons characters. Again, I thought that Disney Plus was going to be a family product. I wish they had more wholesome programming. I mean, I didn't see The Passion of the Christ on Disney Plus. That's about as wholesome as it gets. I'd certainly much rather take my kids to see a man beaten and tortured to death and then nailed to a cross rather than have to suffer through endless hours of biting social commentary. Of course, I uh, don't have children of my own, Cliffy. Uh, you know this because, well, I can't reproduce. And by can't reproduce, I still have yet to have sexual intercourse. But I, I, to quote Snow White, one of the uh, one of the animated features, uh, someday my, to paraphrase Snow White, perhaps someday my princess will come, and then perhaps so too shall I. Wait a minute, Cliffy. That's not very wholesome at all. Please disregard this uh, previous statement, Cliffy. Anyways, Cliff, this is your uncle, Cliff. Cliff, I wish that you would give me a call at your convenience, Cliffy. I'd like to discuss, in addition to my grievances with Disney+, Plus, I'd also like to talk about the upcoming... Yes, that's right, it's that time of the year, Cliffy. The upcoming Womack Family Holiday Spectacular on Hilton Head Island. 
Brought to you by Nabisco. Yet again, a second year in a row, Nabisco will be sponsoring the Womack family island holiday spectacular. Uh, a few a few interesting changes, Cliffy. We will, of course, as always, uh, be featuring Bibleopoly, Trivial Pursuit Psalms Edition. Uh, we will also be having a various uh, sing-song, sing-song uh, Bible sing-song type things. Uh, and, of course, the oatmeal tasting booth. And Dr. Duxtable will be there mixing drinks like he always does. Uh, but in addition, I've planned a few spreads of my own, Cliffy. Uh, we'll be bringing the cheeses of Nazareth. It's a, it's a plate of assorted cheeses, Cliffy. And uh, in addition to the cheeses of Nazareth, I'm also going to, uh, I think will complement the oatmeal tasting nicely, is I will be bringing, uh, instead of Raisin Bran, Cliffy, I'll be bringing some Praisin Bran. Yes, some of my favorite uh, Christian foods, Cliffy. And uh, I think perhaps, although Disney Plus does not have uh, Bible Badger and Psalm Salamander or any of these uh, any of these features that I've come to know and love in my lifetime, perhaps I'll bring my own VHS recordings so we can watch some of those beloved cartoon treasures that practically nobody has heard of except for me. Okay, Cliffy, this is your Uncle Cliff. Cliff, I've got to go. Give me a call back at your convenience, okay, Cliffy? Can't wait to see you at the Spectacular. Okay, Cliffy, it's Uncle Cliff. Bye.